0: Welcome to Power Up, a podcast show hosted by Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio that brings life to some of the stories on Power Electronics technologies and products featured on powerelectronicsnews.com and through other as Media Publications. In this show, you'll hear both engineers and executives discuss news, challenges, and opportunities for Power Electronics in markets such as automotive, industrial and consumer. Here is your host, Editor-in-chief of PowerElectronicsNews.com and eeweb.com, Maurizio Di Paolo Emilia.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to this new episode of PowerUp. In this podcast, we will talk about gallium nitride organ for RF market together with Simon Hood, Senior Director of RF Product Development and Applications at Wolfspeed Ecree Company. The main topics that we will discuss are ganon and Gallium Nitride High Electromobility Transistor. Simon started his career in RF electronics at Marconi Instruments. In 2000 he joined Cree, where he designed amplifiers using SIC devices and Gallium Nitride High Electromobility Transistor devices. Volspeed, a Cree company, is a semiconductor powerhouse with more than 30 years of experience in silicon carbide. Volspeed is a vertically integrated SICK materials supplier, delivering wafers and epitaxy, as well as power and RF components. Volspeed product families include SICK and GAN on SICK materials, power switching devices and RF devices for use in applications, such as industrial power supplies and aerospace. Gallium nitride is a wide band gap semiconductor material, known for its high levels of thermal conductivity, heat capacity and hardness and low sensitivity to ionizing radiation that uses silicon or silicon carbide wafer substrates. ganon components support satellite communications delivering full video bandwidth for multi-carrier streaming. These components also offer outstanding thermal properties. Gallium Nitride High Electromobility Transistor devices are ideal for Ultra Broadband Amplifier applications that require high reliability and efficiency. But it's time to talk with Simon. Hi, Simon. Nice to meet you and uh, welcome to this uh, podcast. So thanks uh, a lot for being here. Thanks for the opportunity to have you in this uh, new episode. So today uh, the topic is uh, GAN for RF market. but. But, uh, uh, before going into the details, uh, I would like uh, to ask you if you can introduce yourself and, uh, of course, your company.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Maurizio. So, yes, um, my name is Simon Wood. I'm uh, Senior Director of RF Product Development and Applications at Cree Speed. I've been with Cree for 20 years, starting as a design engineer. I've designed products using silicon l silicon carbide MESFET, and gallium nitride on silicon carbide hemp devices. I've managed product development activities at Cree Wolfspeed since 2005. Outside of work, I've served on a number of professional conference committees, authored or presented 33 technical papers, and also hold 20 US patents. In terms of Wolfspeed Cree, we are a wideband gap semiconductor company. And the division that I'm associated with is the RF products division.
1: Okay, let's come back into the topic. GAN transistors, gallium nitride transistors are are increasingly used in various fields. The GAN transistor is one of the coldest components that exist today. Its low junction resistance allows low temperature and low energy losses, even at high temperatures and extreme conditions. There are clearly many market applications that benefit from GAN power converters in in consumer, industrial, and wireless, including 5G, motor control, automotive, data center, energy, and medical applications. So why GAN? In terms of RF market, which are the solutions and how is the market going?
0: Okay, yes. Um, So why GAN? Well, GAN offers a unique combination of high power density and high frequency performance versus other competing technologies such as silicon or gallium arsenide. Why? It's due to the wide band gap nature of the material. Band gap is an expression of how much energy it takes to liberate an electron for conduction. And with wide band gap materials, the amount of energy required is about three times higher than those other semiconductor materials. What does that do for us? The wide band gap allows the semiconductor material to withstand much higher temperatures and also allows for a much higher electric field, leading to a five to 10 times increase in operating voltage. With Gannon silicon carbide substrates, we're able to bring all of those positive attributes to bear due to high thermal conductivity of the substrates. So yep. that's the technical detail level of why of GAN. But the question is, how do they apply to the RF market? So the characteristics bring performance advantages in, in a number of different ways to the RF market. And this is really because of the diversity of the applications, even in just the RF market. So let me give two examples here. Um, with radar systems the high power density of gallium nitride enables greater detection range for the system itself, and high efficiency of the gallium nitride devices enables low operating power and therefore low weight solutions for airborne applications. In another RF application, key application, uh, 5G, the high power density of the gallium nitride on silicon carbide process enables us to create wider bandwidth devices. And this is super important in terms of supporting the instantaneous bandwidth requirements of 5G systems, which directly enables higher data rates.
1: So we have, uh, there are technological challenges uh, in terms of uh, GAN market, including the difficulty in growing gallium nitride epitaxial films. Can you tell me what are the challenges, the difficulties, and the main substrates used for the next technology? You mentioned uh, uh, 5G.
0: Absolutely. And um, let me start with the question of substrates, because really this is where um, some of those technical difficulties that you referred to um, come, come from. Um, There's actually been a recent consolidation in the industry when it comes to choice of substrate, and it is true that almost all manufacturers of RF power devices have now moved to manufacturing on silicon carbide wafers, that is, semi-insulating silicon carbide wafers. Why is this? Um, this, It's due to the superior high-power RF performance that can be achieved with the thermal conductivity of those silicon carbide wafers, but it is also to do with the lattice matching of the gallium nitride crystalline structure to that of the silicon carbide crystalline structure at the wafer level. And so these two material systems, they naturally uh, combine together to give you a much better, much higher thermal conductivity of the material system itself. And so What does this really mean in terms of wool speed? Well, wool speed, pre-wool speed, is the only vertically integrated provider of RF products in the industry. This allows us to control 100% of those materials interactions, including the growth of the GAN epitaxy. What's the result of this? The result is that we get high quality, high reliability, high performance, robust products.
1: So let's go into uh, Gallium uh, Nitride High Electromobility Transistor, gan that uh, uh, enables performance for any telecommunication uh, applications. So uh, these devices are ideal for amplifiers, thanks to high reliability, efficiency, high power, density and low parasitic. So, uh, they uh, are fabricated on uh, gain self layers and high-purity, uh, semi-insulating, six substrates that enable great performance for any uh, application with world-beating bandwidth, efficient, efficiency, and uh, frequency of operation. Uh, where do you see uh, good opportunities for future expansion in technology, but also in sales?
0: Um, One of the most common ways of looking at technology improvement uh, for semiconductors versus time is to really track the change in the gate length or the node, as it's sometimes called. Um, Gallium nitride on silicon carbide, no exception to this trend. Um, We are currently experiencing and um, underway with a migration to shorter gate length nodes, um, 150 nanometer, 90 nanometer et cetera. This will open up even higher frequency applications um, as a market space um, compared to uh, what is able to be addressed with the technology today. Um, Those new market opportunities will present themselves in uh, satellite communications or SATCOM, millimeter wave 5G, drone detection, and high frequency data links. Also, in the gallium nitride space, we will also see higher levels of integration at the product level. Um, this will give us a, you'll see a push towards uh, fully integrated front-end modules, which is something that you see in lower power technologies today.
1: So again, ANSIC and LDMOS power transistors are used uh, also in uh, the design of the telecommunication systems, supporting of course, whole global standards and uh, frequency bands. So in terms of uh, uh, design, uh, what are the challenges of both uh, solutions and what does the future hold for us? Right.
0: Um, So let's start with LDMOS. LDMOS is a technology that has been optimized for the past 20 years, maybe more. It's been extremely commoditized and it's generally manufactured now on 8-inch silicon wafers. So it's at a very, very low cost point. And in narrowband systems, it can actually deliver very high performance, and that's actually relatively easy to achieve with LDMOS. But with 4G and the rapid development and deployment of 5G systems, bandwidths have been increasing to the point where acceptable performance to our customers, to the um, to the OEMs, can no longer be achieved. GAN excels in these cases where there are large instantaneous bandwidth requirements. The bandwidth requirements come directly from the need to support the higher data rates, which our digital generation expects every day, wanting to stream videos on cell phones uh, whilst just walking uh, around a shopping mall, for instance. So how do we get there with GAN? How does it, why does it actually help with these large instantaneous bandwidth requirements? Yeah. And, and the answer is as follows. The high power density of gallium nitride on silicon carbide results in low capacitance devices. There are fewer millimeters of device that are needed to produce the required power levels. The input capacitance is about six times lower than LDMOS. And the output capacitance is about eight and a half times lower than LDMOS for a given specific output power level. So if you have a device with lower intrinsic capacitances, it, it's actually essential to being able to deliver high performance at high frequency. It's not just a nice to have, like I said, mm-hmm. but it's essential. The majority of the 5G rollouts worldwide are actually happening much higher in frequency than previous systems. The... Three to four fre- three to four gigahertz frequency band will see the most usage, and there'll be additional five G deployments also in the two and a half and four to five gigahertz bands. And these bands are really at the top end of where silicon LDMOS has been historically used to date, and where it really excels in the much lower frequencies.
1: Excellent. So, can you give me? Can you give us an example of? Uh again on SICK application, which uh, illustrates where it has been uh, successfully adopted and has uh, already achieved the great um, market penetration. So just uh, uh, to focus in this uh, application, uh, what are your customers asking you? So they need more efficiency, smaller sites, so particular uh, form factor also in terms of package thermal features, more robust, et cetera?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we should focus on the communications infrastructure market. Um, It's a great example to to look at further. uh, How gallium nitride penetrated into that market and and why. Um, So the initial market penetration was really driven by the need to support larger bandwidths required due to carrier aggregation in 4G systems. excuse me, older generation systems used only 5 or 10 megahertz wide signals within frequency allocations that were also relatively narrow, say 60 or 70 megahertz. With 4G and carrier aggregation, it became necessary to support multiple 20 megahertz wide signals all at the same time, simultaneously, available RF spectrum. 5G specifications Um, They focus yet even more on the instantaneous bandwidth requirements um, with the need to support multiple 100 megahertz NR signals. NR is new radio. It's the standard that supports 5G. And their RF spectrum allocations for 5G are also much wider. They are expecting 160 megahertz worth of RF bandwidth um, to be allocated and also filled with these signals, or even 200 megahertz and beyond. So the bandwidth requirements are are, um, really very, very clear that really drove the adoption of GAN into 4G with carrier aggregation and now continues to drive that adoption where we now see almost full adoption for 5G systems for uh, for gallium nitride uh, transistors. What are the customer's requirements? Um, Our customers expect that we are able to achieve those additional bandwidths with the same efficiency as was achieved in narrowband systems with LDMOS devices. Well, this is quite a challenge, but the good news is gallium nitride is up to that challenge. The efficiency of a power transistor for these applications is the most important feature to any of our customers. They need to keep their operating temperatures low to be able to meet stringent system reliability requirements to their customers, to the network operators. Achieving those efficiency targets is only really possible by using GAN on silicon carbide. And the trusted reliability and robustness of Cree full-speed GAN on silicon carbide is essential in this market.
1: Excellent. I guess that we have had a lot of information. Thank you, Simon. This has been a great uh, discussion about uh, this topic, GAN for RF market. Thank you. Thank you very much, Simon. You're welcome. It was great talking with you. Thanks again, Simon. Thanks to Wallspeed, a CRI company. The higher power density of the gallium nitride on silicon carbide process enables us to create wider bandwidth devices, as uh, Simon told us. And this is super important for 5G systems, which directly enables higher data rates. Gallium nitride and silicon carbide naturally combine together to give you a much better, much higher thermal conductivity of the material system itself. Communications infrastructure market is a great example to look at further how ganium nitride penetrated into that market and why. And, in conclusion, the efficiency of a power transistor for these applications is the most important feature to consider. See you next episode. Thank you everyone.